Of course, we know that the two funerals have been held for those two young girls, young women killed on the Danforth. And what tends to happen now, the headlines start to fade. It always happens. But this story is not nearly, not nearly over because it's important that we understand and remember that there are a lot of other people very much behind the scenes that have been left to either pick up the pieces of their life or are still, in fact, fighting for their life. Danielle Kane is one of them. She's 31 years old. She's a nursing student. She was eating dinner with her boyfriend, Jerry, who also happens to be an emergency nurse. They were on the Danforth eating dinner when shots ring out. And they didn't run away. They did what, of course, frontline workers do. They run in to help those who are hurt. And that is when she would be hit by a bullet It would hit her spine. And at that very time, she told her boyfriend she could not feel her legs. And so she is now at St. Mike's Hospital. She's in a medically induced coma. She remains in intensive care. And no one yet knows if this vibrant young woman will ever walk again. It's a mystery. But nonetheless, it is going to be a long and painful and challenging road back. And she'll have a lot of support. But it is not going to be easy. Her boyfriend, who was not hurt that night, certainly not physically, but emotionally, that's a different story. He was there. He has been by her bedside around the clock, and he joins me now with more of that story. There, Jerry Pinksman joins me. Jerry, what has, um, what has it been like for you uh, over the last week? And I know certainly uh, my listeners are, are thinking of, of Danielle, and, and I think I'm safe in saying that I speak on behalf of them when I send you everyone's thoughts, because... Everyone has wanted to know about those who were so affected by this shooting. Um, And certainly now that the funerals are over, we must not forget those who are still very much um, trying to survive. Um, Yeah, it's been all the support from all the community and people across Canada and through our social media accounts. It's been overwhelming. Like, it's been giving me the strength and our family the strength to be there by Danielle's side, just waiting for the final moments when she can finally wake up after all these surgeries and treatment. How is she doing? Has she at all been conscious? Has she been able to communicate at all with you or you with her? She's been, uh, she's finally been, we're attempting to wean her off the ventilator. Mm -hmm. They've been reducing her sedation. So she's in sometimes in in and out of the dreamlike state, uh, but she can get quite agitated. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm not sure if she's just uh, reliving that trauma that she suffered a week ago or if it's just the trauma of being on a ventilator quite traumatic and as a loved one uh, it's it's, it's a bit difficult to watch i bet and and coming from you who is uh you know you see this on an everyday basis i mean you and danielle are trained to go in and uh, be the front lines and yet here you are um behind the front lines yeah it's 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 been a difficult process knowing that what we know what 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 entails and and the the care that she's been provided at St. Mike's has been exceptional it's allowing me to be relaxed and mm-hmm. and be the partner that I need and not the nurse Jerry you know? but it's an enormous i mean it's an enormous um challenge ahead i mean take us back to that that sunday night you're obviously out for dinner with Danielle the unthinkable happens and right away you both run in to help others yeah, I just got this overwhelming sense that we had the ability to help someone. We could help someone in need, so we just went out and we we, we thought it was safe. We, we wouldn't expect it. This, this shooter was just going to be 
indiscriminately just shooting people and we just stepped out and and I luckily got missed, but Danielle was the one who hit, got shot just with, a, with one single bullet, and it created all this damage. And now there's potential that she may never walk again. It's, it's been a difficult road so far. Do you feel guilty? Do you feel haunted by it? The first few days, I've, I was wrecked with guilt, and she was able to talk the whole time through mm-hmm. the procedure. And before she went into the to the operating room, she told me that she sh- that I shouldn't feel guilty, and then that she doesn't blame me or anything like that. And then through my discussions with my friends and family, we knew that like Danielle would have went out no matter what, even if I wasn't there, she would have went out and tried to help. She's just sure. that selfless and compassionate person that I fell in love with, and and I hope everyone can see how and fall in love with her as well. Yeah, well, you're you got to be a special person if you automatically go into the industry of caring for others. Um, it sets you apart. Um, how do you think? Um, and certainly, you've had time now to adjust and 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 kind of uh, hear what the doctors are saying. But how do you think she will react? I mean, as I understand, just through what I've read about Danielle, is that she's very lively, loved to dance and travel. You guys were very active. Yeah. Um, so that's my biggest fear right now. It's just the unknown of how she's thinking. Like, I don't know if she feels safe. She feels scared. She feels like that she has a new lease on life. Yeah. And, and like, that's what I'm struggling with right now. And I, I want to make sure that I, I can support her and give her the best life she can and live the fullest life she had before she even had this affliction. She was such an independent, loving, and life-loving person that I don't want this to be a barrier for her to enjoy life and be that same person that I, that I love. And so that's my, my major goal. And that's and, and then through all the support we'll be given, I think that we can finally give her this opportunity and thank her. Yeah. Do you, do you feel it? I mean, do you feel that, that you know, people care and that, and that they are really pulling for both you and Danielle? It's been overwhelming. It's just, just this trend of this community from Danforth Strong to Toronto Strong from across Canada. It's been, just, it's, sometimes it makes me speechless and, and overwhelmed. And I just came from the, the speaking with the organizers, the 416 uh, right up to Winthrop Park, just to say my thanks uh, and, and just to say that we hear you. And, and, and I know Danielle can hear you. And, and when she's in that coma, I sit by her bedside and I tell her that there's people out there who's rooting for her. There's people out there who love her. There's people who can't wait for her to wake up. But she's got she's got quite a challenge ahead of her. I mean, she's going to hopefully we're wrong and hopefully she makes a full recovery, but it's going to be a long recovery either which way. And so uh, hopefully, um, you know, she'll have you by her side to rebuild, but it is going to be quite a challenge. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking as much time as I have to need to be there for her and, and do whatever I can. And, and luckily, I have the skills that I can take care of her for whatever needs, everything that she needs. Mm. I can be here and provide that for her. And uh, what about, I mean, have you been following what's going on I mean if we never know what happened or why it happened on that night would you be okay with that if if we're never understanding the motive of what happened that night so I had a lot of hate in my heart uh, and then I just keep thinking about it that me and Danielle were both have been supportive of, of supporting mental health initiatives mm-hmm. being inclusive being accepting and compassionate and right now I know that like Danielle would want to forgive and wouldn't want to live with hate in her heart. And she would want to try to empathize and understand this person. I feel like I'm getting to that point now. And I've had the help of all the community support and my friends and family to help me process this. Yeah. And I just know that Danielle is such a loving, compassionate person that eventually she will be able to try to understand and empathize with this person and not hate them. And, and I think, I think we can grow and, and still live on without even knowing the motive. And, and I just want people to just think that 
we should just try to better understand these individuals and try to help support these mental health initiatives that, that the city of Toronto has been initiating in, in, in Canada and, and all these other events. I, I just wanted to just know that she's a compassionate soul and she was going to nursing school to help work with these vulnerable individuals, either the homeless, uh, 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 women, uh, shelter with battered women, and, and anyone with a mental health affliction. That's what she wanted to get into nursing school for, to help. Yeah, and, um, you know, I think a lot of people listening will be quite astounded that you can be that forgiving so soon after, given the gravity of, of how it's affected you. I mean, that takes I, a lot of strength. It's it's a lot of up and downs, and yet I've been focusing more on Daniel's recovery, so I haven't really fully processed yeah. it all, but eventually that's where I want to get to, and it all predicates on how Danielle feels as well. We, we, I want to heal with her, and I, and I hope the city can help heal with her as well. What happens next? I mean, I know you're there, her family's there, um, and so just take us through what happens over the next you know, few days as what we are expecting now from doctors. The, the largest, biggest hurdle she has now is to finally get her off this, off this breathing machine so she yeah. can start communicating. She's having a few setbacks right now. She's actually have to go into the OR for one last time to help minimize an infection that she may have had. She's had extensive uh, abdominal trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's her biggest hurdle. So they've been adjusting her sedations, giving her, being able to wake up. So today was the first time she actually was able to look at me, and I think she recognized me, and I said that I loved her. Mm-hmm. I said I was going to be here for her. For her. So that's the biggest hurdle. Once they're able to take her off this ventilator, then she can actually speak with us, and and then and then and then we can fully understand where she is and how she feels right now. For the healing to begin, yeah. For the healing to begin. So, what would you like from everybody? I mean, what is it that you uh, and Danielle need? Like we don't know the unexpected costs, and yeah. the doctors say her her quality of life is predicated on how well her rehab goes and how, how much support she has through her rehabilitation. We won't know the full extent of her spinal cord injury mm-hmm. and her mobility up until six months time. So right now we're just in a state of unknown. So I don't know what what I need to provide for her, and I just want people to just go and and share our, her story and 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 provide whatever support they can give to us, either by like kind words. We actually, one of Daniel's cousins wrote a, took all the comments so far and put it on a, on a, a, a board next to her bed. So when she finally wakes up, she's going to get to see the comments and see how much love is there for that, for her. And I think that's really going to help in this, in this, this initiation of this rehabilitation. Well, uh, we're all playing, praying for you. And I thank you so much, Jerry, for coming on with us. You're welcome. We're hearing all the support and we just want to thank everyone. Jerry Pinkson, just a a lovely, lovely guy. The world of uh, pressure and pain on his shoulders. There is a GoFundMe page that is titled Danny Strong, D-A-N-I Strong, if you want to help because they're going to need to retrofit and rebuild a house if she does have, in fact, um, these long-term challenges. Um, And today, if you hadn't heard, Canadian rockers Billy Talent uh, and uh, City Colors have announced the Toronto Strong Benefit Concert. They told the guys over at 102.1 that they can't answer for what happened on the Danforth, but they can bring some happiness through their music. Our point of view is, is we don't, none of us have the answers to any of this, but what we do as humans is we put on rock shows and make people happy. And if, if that's all we can do, then... We'll bring people together, we'll raise some money, we'll get the all the funds will go directly to the, the victims of the shooting and we'll just try to bring some joy um, to people and we get to go experience the taste of the Danforth at the same time and just try to get people to come out and remember um, that our city is 
the best city in the world. Indeed it is. Um, those tickets go on sale August 11th. Toronto together will be at the Danforth Music Hall here on Point on Global News Radio.